hairs, nails, hips, heels. Oh, I got that. Oh. <laughs> We've taken a break, so he didn't just go directly from being. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. To just singing. Nails, hair, hips, heels. We were paused for an indefinite amount of time. We are gay sociopaths. <laughs> we are not gays. We're not gays. We're straights on this podcast only. Straights only. You know what some straight people do? Suck dick. Yeah, but some of them have children, and then those children go and they go turn into trick or treating, and they turn into black-eyed children. And they, yeah, absolutely. Avoid them. <clears throat> I'm gonna do the Candyman too. Oh, um, mine is candy. It's part urban legend, part true crime. Ooh. So, um, we already talked about our our nostalgic Halloween costume, but tell me what trick or treat what it was like for you for trick-or-treating. Did you oh. love trick-or-treating? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I, I mean, I did it, like, there, there was, I guess, a stigma in shirts that you were supposed to stop when you got into high school, and I didn't. Um, yeah, I definitely did. I love so. to dress up. I love to go out with my friends, and, like, we, I remember. I, I went to, like, 14, and then I was like, uh, it's done. No, I went through high school. <laughs> Until you were, like, 18? Yeah, but, like, we would go early, like, with all the, like, not all the other little, we didn't go with little kids, but, like, we'd all dress ah. up, have, like, a Halloween party, and, like, you know, oh, yeah, go Halloween get candy. For, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We go get the candy, Knocking on people's houses. Like, hi. But, like, we always did it because whenever I was younger, I remember, like, sometimes teenagers would come come to our house, and my mom would be like, oh, my God. They're just like, can we have some candy? And we'd always, like, chat with them, and, like, we were all, like, goofy and, like, you know, have fun with the the families and stuff. And sometimes they'd be like, aren't you a little old? Like, it's never too old to dress up. And, like, we were all, like, goofy theater people. So it was like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Look at us. No. Um, yeah, so, no, I loved, trick-or-treating was so much about, like, the dressing up and just, like, the enjoyment of being outside with my family kind of thing. You went as a family? Uh, we'd go with my parents, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, until I was in high school. Then we'd go as friends, but, yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite thing to get? Oh, I was always about the, like, Reese's and Skittles and Starburst, like, the A-plus candies. Yes, yes. And uh, those houses that had, like, the Snickers and Reese's and, and all that, like... What the hell is a Reese's? Oh, my God. We're on to this again. Reese's Witherspoon? I have tried to say Reese's like all of you other white people. That's what it is. <laughs> it's Reese's. Why is the second E just as long? Because. <laughs> oh, my God. So, when we moved to Texas, we lived in... A neighborhood in Clear Lake where people had some money. Are you telling me a story from your memory or did you write it down? I also wrote it down, <laughs> I guess, it's from my memory. Um, so we lived right next to, like, the golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's – do you know – you've been in Clear Lake. It's Bay Oaks. No, I don't go to It's Clear like Lake. a master-planned community where all the houses are – Just massive? Massive. <laughs> like, they start at 300000 wow. and they go to, like, a million – and we lived there because the Canadian government subsidized the housing. Yes, uh, money. <laughs> so everybody works for like NASA or Boeing in this yeah. neighborhood. Uh, so they had lots of money and they went all out on candy. So they would get all the Reese's. I got full-sized bars. <gasps> full-sized bars, honey. They went to Sam's Club. You fucking bitch. Welcome to my party. Um, <laughs> welcome to my podcast. <laughs> welcome to my podcast. Um, the candy that I liked the most, though, it wasn't even the full-sized bars. Do you remember those? It's like a hard candy, and it's shaped with red. It's shaped like it, 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 the, the wrapper is uh, like a strawberry color. The actual candy's in red, and then like the, the twisty part is green. Yes, those were like the candy that people put in like little um, 
like smoke old people ashtrays. candy jars. Yeah. Yeah. I loved those. <laughs> those are like the cheap candy. The cheapest candy. And, and I you would get them. all these like expensive like Snicker bars and yeah, like and I wanted to Reese's. trade them for those strawberry candies. What the fuck? They were amazing. All the other kids were like, look at this fucking idiot. <laughs> Sure, you can have all these for a reason. You can have my full bag of Skittles. I don't you care. Dumb bitch. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Your laws, boo boo." Give me that I'm strawberry all, goo. Oh, fuck up that strawberry. Give me that strawberry goo. Uh, so that's my Halloween experience. Excellent, excellent. Um, this has a lot to do with my topic because uh, I'm going to be discussing poisoned Halloween candy. Oh my gosh, the urban legend of. Because candy. every single Halloween, everyone's like, check your candy. Check your check candy. Check that candy. Check, check that it. candy. So did, did it actually happen? So we'll get there. Okay. Hold your horses. I'm just excited. And so, also scared. Yes. Which I kind of love. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm feeling... <laughs> does anyone feel really spoopy right now? Anyone else feel spoopy right now? Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Can that also be on a t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. Does anyone else feel spoopy right now? <laughs> and it's just going to be like the, the this hands emoji? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> the... Wait. How do I describe that? The... Shoulder shrug? Questioning shoulder shrug emoji. Um, We'll put it on We'll we'll do it. It doesn't matter. Um, So, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Which is the most disgusting thing and it's totally ruined something from my childhood that I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like it's worse now. Yeah. I used to look forward to Halloween pretty much all year round in October. And like October 1st, I was like, it's almost Halloween. (laughs) No, uh, I feel like that kind of happens in September. Once you start seeing like Halloween Express show up all of a sudden in all these like random retail spaces that are always abandoned, you're like, <laughs> right? <laughs> and your girl loves something spoopy. Oh yeah. So I'm like, haunted houses, haunted houses, haunted houses. <laughs> um, and here in Houston, they start in September. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go last year. I'm gonna go this year. Um, but now I feel like like. Do kids even go door to door anymore? I don't know. I don't Are think they allowed they really to? Do. I don't see people like on Halloween night. We live in I've... apartments. Yeah, we also live in the <laughs> bubble, uh, and also we're always going out to drink uh, beverages instead. Yeah, stay home and give candy to kids. No, thank you. <laughs> no, get wasted. Right, gin and tonics, please. <laughs> Can we get them in the bag, please? And everybody like, at the gay club is like. I have ears. I'm a sexy cat. <laughs> Look at me. I'm naked. I have ears. <laughs> I have underwear and ears on, and I do little mustache. Look at this. <laughs> I'm a cop. I have a vest and some short shorts. And not even that. It's just like a like crop top blue shirt that's like just the collar part. What is what are those things called? Uh, ooh, um, harnesses. Harness. It's a harness that a covers blue, your nipples. Blue harness. It's <laughs> just like there. And a speedo. Like, I'm a cop. <laughs> Duh. With glasses, aviators. No hat. Nope. Nope. <laughs> just blue. Yep. That sounds like my Captain America outfit. Did I ever show you that one? No. It was like a slutty Captain America. I wore like uh, blue underwear that like went up to, they were like normal like briefs. Um, bo- they were boxer briefs, not, no, they were, no, they were boxer briefs. Um, and then a red jock strap over the top of that. Uh, and then I had a blue shirt that was like just down so like all my belly was showing that at the time I was, <laughs> I was skinnier. Uh, and then I painted it myself with like red and white stripes and then the white star in the middle. And then I put on blue paint cause I didn't know what blue eyeshadow was at the time uh, because I'm a terrible drag queen uh, and like painted my eyes blue. And so I had like this blue mask. So I, it was like, Low rate <laughs> budget, <laughs> budget, budget Captain, Captain America. America, sexy Captain America. Okay. Wait, uh, what's lower than a captain? Budget, private Luke America. <laughs> private yeah. sounds better. Yeah, private America. Um, yeah, so they have like trunk or treats now, and I hate it. And I put obligatory get off my lawn. Yeah, um, get off my lawn. <laughs> 
Get out of here. I can literally imagine you screaming that at someone. Get off my lawn. What do you think I do on that balcony? <laughs> Get out of my street. You're party animals. How dare you? But it's people that are my age. And yeah. they're on the pedal parties. And they're also drunk. And they're like, what? They're like, Woo! We're like, to hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> rabble, rabble, rabble. <laughs> Shaking your fist at the wind. Right. Um... <laughs> Anyway, this legend has been going on for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And I really want to stress legend here because one of the major experts on Halloween uh, candy poisoning, Joel Best, who has created a, uh, he has a legit, legitimate journal, scientific journal about this. Um, that he studied Halloween candies that were being poisoned. Yeah. He studied the topic of it. Okay. Um, he's a sociologist from the University of Delaware, and he says verbatim, Reporters like the word myth because it's only four letters long, but folklorists prefer to say legend. A legend doesn't mean that something's false. A legend means that it's mostly communicated informally. Uh, okay. So he's saying that it can be true. Yeah. Travels by word. It could possibly have happened, but we don't know much. Yeah. Okay. Um, so one of the first instances of the legend dates back to the 1800s during the Industrial Revolution when food production began to shift from the homes to factories. Um, See, same. <laughs> yeah. People were <laughs> distrustful of the factories because they could not oversee the entire process of food making um, like they were able to before when everything was made in the home. Um, and they didn't really have a lot of candy, so I don't think that is what they said about candy, but they said about it food, like anything yeah. else that was yeah. made. They were like, it's probably poisoned. Yeah. Um, so then we'll fast forward to the actual first uh, recorded instance of people giving something other than candy out uh, in those plastic pumpkins. Was it vitamins? Um, Was it oxycontin? That is a, that is a great guess. Um, but what was I about to say? Also, I just wanted to note that I think trick-or-treating is solely like a – United States, Canada. Oh, yeah, thing. for sure. Yeah. They don't do that in Europe. No. They don't do it anywhere else. Australia, they don't do that. They're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Going to get candy, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> they just, like, I guess some people, like, dress up nowadays, maybe. But, like, that's all they do. They don't really that like, get candy. That sounds so boring. boring. Exactly. It's like, how do you celebrate our favorite holiday? Right. When, like, when do you do spoopy things, then? Uh, you don't? You, you don't. just don't? You don't. That's stupid. You don't get to dress up? That's my favorite part. Dressing. <laughs> Dressing up. Because you're a drag queen. Yeah. Um, so in 1959, a dentist in California named William Shine spent his Halloween handing out suckers to children. Um, oh, and laxatives. Allegedly, Close. he gave out pills to 16 confirmed children. But he didn't just give the kids the recommended dose of two. He gave the kids approximately 30 apiece. Um, That's like a full bar. One of those laxatives is like 34 pieces. They're or 32 pills. pieces. Oh. Yeah. See, like, I, the last it's time like I did laxative was a, a, a bar of, ch- the, like, the laxative chocolates. Oh. Um, that was when I had pancreatitis the first time and thought I had just constipation. Constipation. And turns out having pancreatitis and also taking laxative is not the smartest idea. That's why I went to the hospital the first time. <laughs> mm. And now you don't have a pancreas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, so, like, he coated them in sugar. Okay. So they look like candies, and apparently, for some reason, they were heart shaped. That's <laughs> what I read. Okay. 
Uh, which is I feel like that's, part that's of what I associate heart. with laxatives. Cured heart my shape. constipation. Heart heart shape pills. I love to go ahead and get that poop set of me. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure if you can die from taking too many laxatives. You, you can probably dehydrate can. yourself. Yes. Um, it but, makes you have forced diarrhea. Yeah. I don't know how much of that would create would be enough to kill you you're asking the wrong person um so i'm not a urologist <laughs> i'm not a ufo you're, you're urologist <laughs> call back call back um so most of the children that he gave them to didn't didn't eat them because they they tasted them they, like they tasted the sugar on this the surface and then mm-hmm. it dissolved away and of course they're super bitter yeah so they spit them out um so people start uh calling the police um, and they set up a trap and had children pose as trick-or-treaters and go to the house to receive the candy that they immediately turned over to the police. Uh, in the end, Shine, uh, and then the police tested him. He left town for some reason for a while. He went hunting, and he didn't think he was going to get caught, um, but they caught him. Um, so they, they convicted him of outrage of public decency and unlawful dispensing of drugs. Uh, he was charged and given a six-month prison sentence, four of which were commuted, and a $525 fine. So and he was in jail for a month. He was in threat or in jail for two months. Oh, okay. I can't do math. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they had some other stuff later about him getting divorced and allegedly committing insurance fraud, but that's not relevant that's to not this relevant. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I also really love misspelling or missaying pop. Ew. Get out of here. <laughs> podcast can i not drink my drink you're licking the bottle yeah because i was trying to put it in my mouth and you stopped me i had to hold it up shut up (laughs) so i spelled podcast here p-o-p-c-a-s-d popcast uh (laughs) popcast so now the year is 1964 wait wasn't weren't we in the 60s already 1959 okay um so a woman in new york is arrested because she had been giving out aluminum foil packages filled with steel steel wool ant buttons, which are the same size and shape of a bottle cap with a skull and crossbones on it and raised lettering stating poison because they're poisonous. They're literally like arsenic. Yeah. Uh, And dog biscuits. Oh. She's giving these to children. And uh, here's a callback because... She said she was doing this against a joke, as a joke against the children that she believed to be too old to be trick or treating. Oh, bitch! <laughs> so, and meanwhile, her husband is out with her teenaged children, aged fourteen and sixteen, trick or treating. So they're too old to be trick or treating, mm-hmm. bitch. Uh, to the younger children, she gave candy. Um, to two girls in the, uh, and then to the older ch- children, she gave these packages. Uh, two girls who lived in the neighborhood aged 13 and 15 received them, um, showed them to their dad who called the police on her. She said she told the children that it was a joke when she gave it to them. (laughs) She was sent for a mental evaluation and was charged with two counts of child endangerment to which she pled guilty and faced two years in prison. Oh my gosh. Also noted in the article, it talks about a man in Texas who heated up pennies in a skillet and gave them to children, uh, burning their hands. Excellent. And I didn't find anything about that otherwise. Uh, uh, otherwise, I mean, it's not candy, really. Yeah. But I didn't see anything about it. Um, and I also got pennies trick-or-treating. Did that ever happen to you? No. It's the worst. 
I don't remember that. What the fuck am I going to do with a penny? One penny. <laughs> Just one. It's buy a scratch off and but Back in the 70s, to... my parents said you could do a lot with a nickel, so I don't know if that was true. Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I could throw pennies at... I don't throw pennies. I could give them the homeless They're people. Worthless. They'd be like, <laughs> They'd be like what, what the fuck is this? Those? Yeah. I need a dollar Only or 99 more. more, and then I can go get a hamburger. Did I ever tell you as a drag queen that I actually got tipped, tipped in quarters? I love that. What I mean, I, I remember making a joke as Dixie. Um, Dixie's always drunk. Um, but like... <laughs> Uh, especially as the night goes on. But I remember making a joke that someone had given me a quarter and I pulled it out of my tit. Um, and I was like, what the, or my fake tit. So I guess they should know that. Uh, no, you have breast implants. No. <laughs> like pulled it out and was like, who the fuck gave me a quarter? And then I made the joke. It's like, you know what? Actually, I need to pay laundry with quarters. So then people started giving me quarters. Because Guava Lamp's drinks are all like, what, five seventy five, So you get like three five quarters. Se- I think it's like four for a dollar. Guava Lamp? Guava is cheap. No, it's not. My it's not gen- the same, or it's cheaper than JR's. No, it's not. When, well, well, not during happy hour. Exactly. I pretty much only go to JR's during happy hour, um, which is fine. Um, but uh, did you go to? They had like a Christmas in July thing this weekend. I did didn't you do that. I didn't go. No, it was I, fun, and I did not even know it was there. Yeah, no, I stayed at home the entire weekend and just like relaxed. Um, oh. But no, yeah, like Guadalupe has like pretty expensive drinks compared to. Okay, compared to. The other gay bars, okay, in Houston, because I mean, New York, New <laughs> York drinks yeah, let's are go down to Rosemont or fucking uh, Washington Avenue, because all of those drinks are ten dollars a drink. So you wanted a vodka soda? That'll be fifteen dollars. Uh-huh. Um, so there's that. Another thing that I read a lot about, but I couldn't find any info on, was people um, instances of people putting needles or razor blades in candy yeah, apples. Yeah, that was always one thing. Well, that I needles were always like a big about. thing. Yeah. Um, but I never found anything about it. That's weird. Um, and I, I mean, I guess I didn't look the hardest, but... <laughs> I Googled it once. I Googled it a couple of times, all right? <laughs> I used Bing. Wow. No, <laughs> look at you that go. people would be like, he's Who? 57. <laughs> he was Alta Vista. Right. GeoCities. <laughs> ask, ask Jeeves. <laughs> um, blah, 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 blah. Only thing I really found were articles from the Ask Generic Woman articles. So, like in newspapers, like you'll get uh, Dear Abby or yeah. Ask Susan. Um, and I wrote Gross. them like verbatim. the columns. Yeah, I wrote them verbatim because they're fucking stupid. God. So this one says, in recent years, there have been reports of people with twisted minds putting razor blades and poison in taffy apples and Halloween candy. It's no longer safe to let your children eat treats that come from strangers. And Landers, 1995. <laughs> <clears throat> Somebody's child will become violently ill or die after eating poison candy or an apple containing a razor blade. Dear Abby, 1983. So are these like... They're like I'm going to go out on the limb here and say, are these like, Christ, like ultra-Christian women families are like i don't want my children participating in the craziest of halloween stories and i mean it could be but satanic stuff doubt it because i don't think that they are parts of like major publications i don't know i just have my own personal experience with this let me go into this and uh if you are someone of the christian faith please don't attack me or stop listening to this podcast what what i'm about to say um 
when I was in uh, high school, not high school, when I was in middle school, my parents, my mom loved Halloween. Like, that's the reason why I love Halloween so much is because she had always, like, she loved making us costumes. And she loved, you know, going out trick-or-treating and, like, loved doing all this stuff with us. She loved spoopy season, like, just like me. Um, for the same reason. She didn't really like the scary shit, but she just loves to, like, dress up and, you know, the festivities of all of it. Um, and... So there was one year that my brother and sister, we were all in marching band and like throughout our years. And so my brother and sister had to go to a football game uh, on Halloween night. Um, and so we couldn't go out trick-or-treating. So our next-door neighbors who were like born-again Christian people um, were like, yeah, we'll take like Chris and Alex and like we'll go and my little brother um, and we'll go and, you know, do – like Swoopy said, go trick or treating or you know something like that. Uh, so my mom like left us costumes, all, all this other stuff, and so like we went over to their house like once they left early in the evening. Well, they took us to their church, which had a rule of no costumes allowed, um, and we trick or treated quote unquote by going around and playing these little games that you had to do like these like Jesus puzzles and like god questions and bible study stuff to earn this candy you know how many candies i walked away with two three and so when i came home my mom was pissed because normally we come home with a bag of candy you know something like that and of course our next door neighbors ended up with a bag of candy because they were born again christians and went to church five times a week so they knew everything that they needed to know about it and so my little brother was four years younger than me and so i was in middle school so what like 12 and he was eight so of course he was like very upset being a young person that didn't get any candies and i didn't get any candies either so it was like i'm not exactly the most pleased about this and so my mom was pissed about it so Jeez. Um, yeah why would you, i mean they told your parents that yes. they were taking you trick-or-treating yes. like we'll take them trick-or-treating yeah yeah Lion and then so they took us to church camp <laughs> where i didn't get any candies did your mom buy you candy after that i bet she did i don't remember patty <laughs> Call out. I know you're not listening, but (laughs) you finally get around to this. If you ever figure out how to work podcasts, please buy me candy. (laughs) (laughs) If you ever figure out podcasts, Chris really wants a bag of Reese's. (laughs) Reese's? Oh, and cookies and cream Hershey's. Oh, yeah, those were good. Oh, those are lit. Um, I'm also going to be controversial again and say that I like a candy that everybody else hates. I like dots. Those were good. Okay, this podcast is canceled. I'm (laughs) late. Oh, and 100 grand. Oh, those are good. I like 100 grand. My mom likes those. Or maybe it's my dad. I don't know. One of them likes them. Um, They used to steal them from us because we didn't like them. You know what I'm so excited about going to Canada in a couple weeks? The trick-or-treating? Oh. (laughs) Because Canadian candy is lit AF. Yeah, because it's not like shitty milk chocolate that we've got down here. It's probably like actually like Swiss chocolate and stuff. Well, so what I find is that most American chocolate has, instead of using cocoa, they use cocoa butter. Oh, really? Like on things that I read, I guess. I don't know. Hershey's is not made with, like, real cocoa. Yeah, I know that. (laughs) Um, But Canadian and British chocolate's mostly made with milk and cocoa, so it's creamier. Well, there's also places that use, like, real sugar as opposed to, like, refined sugar. And so, like, whenever I was in South Africa, they were like, buy the Coca-Cola there. That shit is lit. I took a – I had a – took a Coke – to, had a Coke, and it was like taking Coke, which I don't – I've never taken Coke, so I don't <laughs> even know. But I had, like, one little Coke thing, and, like, we had it in the middle of the, in the afternoon. We had been up since, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, had a Coke at, like, 3 p.m., and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Do you I guys am, see the walls moving I in here? I am hearing colors. I'm seeing sounds. Like, let's go. LOL. It was crazy. Isn't Mexican Coke supposed to be made with sugar? I think so, yeah. I have to go get some. Yeah. Let's, go to, let's go to Mexico. We could literally go to CVS <laughs> and get that. That is true. <laughs> Um, anyway, 
Um, blah, 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 blah. So it's also worth noting that in the 1980s, America experienced the Tylenol murders, which I will save for a subsequent spoop. Okay. Um, but in does short... It, does anyone else feel spoopy right now? I mean, I've felt spoopy since we sat down. That's true. Me too. Uh, in short, this guy went into drugstores. He bought Tylenol, brought it home, opened the pills, filled them with cyanide, closed the bottles, and returned them to the stores, which led to an invention of the safety seal on medication bottles. Um, wow. Yeah. But How this, many people died from that? Do you have a number? Um, I think it was close to eight. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, we'll do it. We'll do it. Okay, okay. That's a good one. Um, but this was brought into the public eye in a very visceral way, so the Halloween candy panic intensified. Yeah. And I also just wanted to note that girl who licked ice cream and then put it back in the freezer at the grocery store, she needs to go to jail. jail. That's disgusting. Yeah. She's like, oh, and I was a little sick. You're foul, and I don't understand how somebody could be so stupid. No, I agree. I had an Especially argument with like... somebody at the grocery store. I didn't have an argument. I had a discussion with somebody at the grocery store. An angry store discussion. This girl, the cashier was like, or no, I was checking out. And the guy who comes up behind me, I guess, was just wanted to some, talk to somebody. He was like, look at these coupons I got. Creamy Creations ice cream. It's totally free with this coupon. I was like, I need a break from ice cream right now. I can't, <laughs> I can't have it. I you want to know why? This. Let me tell you let why. I will tell you why. And then the cashier was like, oh, I heard about that. And I was like, oh, girl. girl, let me tell you. Which is why um, I'm starting my campaign to put safety seals on ice on cream. On ice cream? You had to like rip it off. Yeah. Well, some of them do it, right? They it's do, like yeah. A, yeah, yeah, like a little plastic, plastic over thing. top. Yeah. Why is that not something that we do? Because I don't know. it's so easy to open those. Yeah. Everything yeah. else is sealed. Yeah. Literally everything else is sealed mm-hmm. except ice cream. Let's just put locks on the doors. Uh, let's. I'm gonna only make ice cream at home now. <laughs> or Ooh, go to that sounds fun. Do you have an ice cream maker? No. Amazon, baby. <laughs> that thing takes up a ton of space. I, I know. No it also takes so it. much time to do it. And you have to and freeze you have, like, the bowl crank ahead. it too. Yeah. No, you can get ones that are automated. Oh. Um, regardless. Uh, in recent years, something that's arose uh, that has also put a panic on Halloween. Marijuana. <gasps> what? Yeah. Uh, apparently in Colorado, one of the arguments against marijuana legalization was that those reefers were going to give their candy with the marijuana in it to the children's. Oh, my Lord. And I just so what wrote, do they do? Your children are going to go pass the fuck out. Yeah. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> I also wrote, I wrote, as if somebody who smokes marijuana is just going to give it away yeah. to children. That shit is not that cheap. That is expensive, yeah. I have heard. I, yeah, we don't know. Patty, uh, Kathy, we don't know. I have never seen <laughs> we it. Have, we have no idea what that is. We never know. Nobody knows nothing. And you don't just give it to kids to fuck them up. No. Why would you do it's but not also, like, and you can't package it. It doesn't come in like a Hershey's no. wrapper. You're gonna it's get like, like a little plastic a baggie. Yeah, <laughs> it's a gummy bear that they hand you with yeah. their fingers. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's coming from like a pot store, like, and they're not gonna give that away for free. They're trying to sell it to people. Exactly. So yeah, and the, they still like wrap it in a little bit of plastic. Yeah, but it doesn't have any labels. No. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. So before I talk about the only recorded instance of. Uh, poisoned Halloween candy. I just wanted to list off some that were attributed to candy poisoning that were false. Um, Do you have a list? I have four instances. <gasps> so in 1970, Kevin Tostin, a five-year-old boy from the Detroit area, found and ate heroin because his uncle that his uncle had stashed. Uh, the boy died following a four-day coma. And the family but that atten- wasn't Halloween candy, was but it? But wait. Okay, uh, sorry. 
The family attempted to protect the uncle by claiming the drug had been sprinkled on the child's Halloween candy. How would that protect the uncle? Because they just said he didn't eat his heroin. Somebody put heroin on top of this candy. Oh, that he got from oh other I thought you houses. were saying that they had taken the uncle's heroin and sprinkled it on it. It's like, oh. how would that help anything? <laughs> That's doing quite the opposite. Okay, okay, now I see it. In 1978, Patrick Viderhold, a two-year-old boy from Flint, Michigan, died after eating Halloween candy. However, toxicology tests found that no evidence of poison and the death was determined to be due to natural causes. At two years old? Mm-hmm. What's a natural cause at two years old? I think that you can still get st- stillborn. Or what is it? Sudden in- SIDS? It's SIDS, yeah. I think you can still get it at two. Interesting. Because um, it's not sudden baby death. It's yeah. an infant. Yeah. An infant till like you're three or something. Hmm. Uh, in 1990, Ariel Katz, a seven-year-old girl in Santa Monica, California, died while trick-or-treating. Early press reports blamed poison candies, but despite her parents telling the police that she had been previously diagnosed with a serious medical condition and enlarged heart, which was also, or which was the actual cause of her death. So basically people are trying to blame candy and there's other reasons for mm-hmm. all of it. Uh, in 2001, a four-year-old girl in Vancouver, British Columbia, died after eating some Halloween candy. Uh, however, there was no evidence of poison candy, and she actually died of a streptococcus infection. <laughs> so four instances of children eating shit. And then being like, that's, that's it. Can- that's, that's candy. That's why it candy did it. The candy fucking did it. So <clears throat> now we move on to the – or I also wanted to say that a lot of the instances of people bringing it up to police or stuff is children trying to harm themselves or uh, – people doing it out of the cry for attention yeah asking their parents to pay attention to them kind of thing like oh wait i ate all these pills all of a sudden look at this they came out i found in the apple in the kitchen suddenly yeah where did that come from how weird it's halloween also, candy do you have any needles mom <laughs> where did those come from um so now we can discuss the candy man or i should say the candy man gen 2 yeah um or also known as the man who killed halloween okay uh so we're talking about Ronald Clark O'Brien. Uh, you ever heard of the town of Deer Park, Texas? Yeah, it smells heard about like it. salty garbage. I've heard about it recently because it was on fire with oil that poisoned all of us. This oh year. my god, I love memories. That. Am I right? And now we're gonna get hit by a hurricane. So, yeah, full circle. Just full circle. They're just gonna wipe all of the nasty gases out of our face. Remember when people legitimately lost their voices after that? No. Our bartender at the Eagle. Or, uh, I'm sorry, at JR's. He lost it because he lived over, like, by Pasadena area. In that area that huh. that was happening. He didn't have a voice for two weeks. I remember him not having a voice, but I don't think he ever told me that. He said it was because of the fire. Was I there? Yes. Okay. It was for Drag Race. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> memories. Am I? You don't know. <laughs> Non-memories. <laughs> um, yeah, so he killed Halloween, um, and... Uh, bitch, that's right. You know, both serial killers that are known as the Candyman come from the Houston metropolitan area, the city of Candyman killers. Call back to 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Um, okay. And this shook me for like 20 minutes. Oh, so O'Brien lived in Deer Park with his wife, whose name we need to talk about his son, Timothy and his daughter, Elizabeth. I have no idea how to say her name. And if it's the way that I think it's supposed to be said, it's stupid. Let me see it. 
because I can't. I'm not certain I can do. I'm not certain I can do spelling. <laughs> Danini. It, I think it's either Danin, Danane, or Danin, Danin, Danini. <laughs> but I think it's Danane, which is a terrible name. It's either Danane or Danini. Danane. Well, there's no accents above them. But I don't think it's necessary. I don't. <laughs> she is a white woman from the 70s in Houston, <laughs> Texas, and her name is Danane. Oh, boy. I don't, I don't yeah, understand. I don't okay. If anybody wants to tell us how they would say the name spelled D-A-Y-N-E-N-E, please go give to... Give us a shout out. <laughs> ourspoofypodcast.com, ourspoofypodcast, Instagram and not Facebook. And our spoopy Twitter. <laughs> yes, exactly. All of the above. Um, so, oh, Ronald lives with Danene. Danene. And their kids. Um, <laughs> so he's an optician in Sharpstown, which is not a doctor. An optician, I guess, is a person who... Helps with eyes. Helps with eyes? No, it's Maybe not an ophthalmologist. An optician. I'm thinking it's one of the people that, like, you know, when you start off and they're like, oh, I'll run this test. But, like, they're not what actually. What letter is this? Yeah, Maybe what does this, this do? Line. Yeah, exactly. It's not the actual doctor. It's the one who's like, let me go ahead and run these diagnostic tests in your eyeballs and see if you've got, what's a gout? Not gout. What's a, um, what's oh. the one in your eye? Oh, glaucoma. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Gout. <laughs> That's in your feet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he does that in Sharpstown, which okay. is South, South Houston. I don't know where that is. Uh, 45 and Beltway South. Okay. Or not Belly, 610. That's great. So by Pasadena. It's Pasadena-ish. Okay. Um, so he does that, and he's also a deacon at the Second Baptist Church. You said this was the 1970s? Yeah. So this is happening at the same time as the other Same Canadian. time. That's crazy. The main years are, it's Halloween of 74. So the year after the Candyman. Yeah. Because the Candyman died in 74. 70, August for August 8th of 73. Okay. So, so a year after. after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right next to each other. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so in this, I don't know if this church was a big deal back then, but right now it's a mega church. Okay. Um, so Halloween 1974, Ronald ties his, uh, t- ties. I'm still <laughs> living the Dean Corolla. <laughs> Ronald takes his children. He ties. <laughs> and a neighbor and his children out for trick-or-treating in Pasadena. Um, they go up to this one house where the door is kind of hidden from the street behind a wall. The kids knock. No answer. Ronald tells the kids, go on to the next house, and I'll wait here for the owner to come out and give you some candy. While they're out of view, he produces five pixie sticks, which you know what a pixie stick is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for our listeners, there are straws that are filled with literally just flavored colored sugar. Yeah. Uh, he runs along to catch up with them, and he gives each of the children their own pixie stick. Uh, to his own children? And his neighbor's children. Okay. And he's got one left. Uh, so they had to cut their trick-or-treating short because it started to rain. Um, upon arriving home, Ronald gave out the fifth and final pixie stick to a boy that he recognized from church. <laughs> so they're all home, safe and sound, and Timothy, Ronald's son, asks if he can have some candy before bed. Ronald approves and suggests the pixie stick. Here, son, go. Yeah, you can have some candy. Do that one. That one there. Uh, Timothy takes it, tries to open it, um, and he 
he gets it open, but he finds that the stuff won't come out. You know how a pixie stick, once you open it, it just slides right out. Just like fluff this everywhere. This is stuck. Oh. So he gives it to his dad, and the dad loosens it for him. So it'll come out. Um, the son eats it, says it tastes bitter. Ronald gives him some Kool-Aid to wash out the taste. Timothy, Timothy immediately starts to complain of an upset stomach. He runs to the bathroom. He begins to convulse and vomit. Ronald rushes in and takes him to the ER. Timothy O'Brien dies en route to the hospital less than an hour after eating the candy. Uh, initially, everyone is baffled. An autopsy is performed, and it's found that the pixie stick contained a lethal dose of potassium cyanide. The police open up an inquest and confiscate the other four pixie sticks as evidence. None of the other children end up eating the, air quotes, candy. Uh, and when the police called the parents of the kid who Ronald recognized from church, the parents found the pixie stick in the boy's hand asleep. He had apparently been unable to get it open. Lucky for him. Mm -hmm. um, when the question by the police, O'Brien claimed he could not remember where he had gotten the pixie sticks. Uh, the police became suspicious, according to Ronald and the neighbor. They had only trick-or-treated on two streets. Uh, after walking the block three times, Ronald showed them the house, and he claimed that he claimed had given them the pixie sticks. And he said that the lights were off, and the person who opened the door had only cracked it and just handed him the candy. The only descriptor he gave was that the arm was hairy. <laughs> so the guy that lives there is an air traffic controller, uh, and he was on duty the night of the murder. So he wasn't there. He had an alibi. Mm -hmm. okay. His wife and daughter were at home handing out candy until they ran out shortly before the O'Briens showed up. And the police ruled out the guy when over 200 people verified his alibi. So the police were very suspicious and they started to look, take a look into Ronald's past. They found that he was over $100,000 in debt. Wow. Which in 1974 was a half a million dollars. Yeah. Um, his car was about to be repossessed. He defaulted on several loans, and the family home was being foreclosed on. So he was trying to kill all of his kids. We'll get there. Okay. Um, also, he had a brief history of being unable to hold a job. Uh, in the prior 10 years, he had 21 different jobs. Wow. Uh, and when they talked to his current employer, they said that he was suspected of theft, uh, and he was on the verge of being fired. Hmm. They delved a little deeper into his finances to find out that in January of that same year, January 1974... Uh, he had taken out two policies on his children worth uh, $10,000 a piece. Wow. Uh, in September, he took out an additional $20,000 on both children. Um, and then, uh, blah, 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 and just days before Timothy's death, the same month, October, he took another $20,000 out. In so up to 50000 for both of them. 60000 for some reason, I guess. They didn't. In 2020? Yeah. It's... They must have missed something. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but according to my math, 50. Yeah. For both. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's planning on getting $100,000 to get out of debt from both of his dead children. Mm -hmm. oh. So, yeah, he did all that. And then if that wasn't enough, Ronald called the insurance company on the morning of Halloween. And he said, how would I collect on these policies if the children were to die? How is that not red he flags was... immediately? That's so stupid. Apparently, he wasn't thinking a lot he thought he was like trust i got a plan here it's gonna work um, stupid so 
Da, da, da. They also talked to a professor at the Houston Community College, ACC, where he had attended and taken a class. And he had asked uh, one of his professors, how much would it kill? How much cyanide would it take to kill small animals? Oh, my God. And prior to his son's death, he had gone to a chemical supply store in Houston and tried to buy some potassium cyanide, but left when he learned that the smallest quantity that you could buy was five pounds. <laughs> So, the police were all like, we're 14 out of 10 sure that this guy is doing it. Yeah. Um, they couldn't find where he had bought the cyanide, um, but they arrested him anyway. So, he was arrested on number, November 5th, just four days after his All of this death. happened, yeah. Uh, and they took him to trial. Uh, all the while, he claimed his innocence. He never once said that he... Uh, Did this. Did it, yeah. Um, Didn't admit that he killed his son and tried to kill four other people four other kids yeah um so well they say that it was probably he just wanted to make it more look like an accident yeah that there were other children involved yes yeah yeah um which psychopath yeah um the jury took one hour to decide that he was guilty yeah. Uh, and they, I mean, with all of that evidence put against you immediately that they were able to find within three days, three days, four days, whatever, four days that they were able to figure out all of that time. Like, normally, like, some of these trials take months to figure out any sort of research. Four days, they were like, we've got enough evidence. <laughs> sure, they were like, check, 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 connect the dots. Here we are. End of the There's maze. literally no yes. dots going to anyone else. <laughs> just you. Like, even the person whose house it was, there's no dot connecting them. <laughs> he was like... What are you talking about? I was at Hobby Airport yeah. trying to land these planes. To, yeah, I'm trying to save people's lives by landing planes. So shut the fuck up. Um, so they said he was guilty on his count of capital murder and his four counts of attempted murder. Uh, and they sentenced him to death. And shortly after that, his wife divorced him. <laughs> oh, after that. <laughs> Just rub some salt in that wound, Danae. Yeah. Your, your child is dead because of your husband. Now he's in jail because he's going to die. Oh, now it's time to divorce him. Yep. Well, okay. I mean, she needs to move on. <laughs> if you can move <laughs> if on. If you can, yeah. How, do you know how old these children were? Um, I think they were 10 and 8. I didn't really see their ages. So one of them is, was old enough to still know, like, what happened to his brother. The, it was a brother and a sister. Oh, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, I can get you the boy's age. Well, and the boy who died. It, it, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Just uh, what I'm saying is that one of them, the one who lived, was old enough to still remember oh, what yeah. happened. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. That's traumatizing. Um, why is this computer so slow? Do 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 do. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> so the boy was born in 1966 and died in 1974. So he was eight. Ugh. So then she was a 10-year-old, which makes it even... I feel like she well, was younger, but it doesn't have her birth date. Anyway. Um, so they postponed his execution twice. Uh, and then on the third date he was scheduled for was October 31st of <laughs> 1980. So Halloween of 1980. The eighth anniversary of his son's death. Um he was slated to be the first prisoner in Texas to die of lethal injection. And the judge who ordered the execution said, I will get in my car and drive him down there if you want me to. Wow. But, he was ready to kill this man for yeah. killing his, his son. 
So the Supreme Court stayed the execution, um, and then the fourth date was set. His lawyers attempted to stay the execution again, stating that lethal injection... Oh, I also forgot to admit that um, October 31st, 1980, um, he would have been the first person to die of lethal injection. In you Texas. said that. Did I? Oh, yeah. Shit. That's okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, lawyers attempted to say that the lethal injection was cruel and unusual, but the judge rejected it, and he was executed in March. Isn't it still used nowadays? Yeah. In a number of, I mean, there's a lot of places that are claiming that it's cruel and unusual, but they're, like, still uh, I used. I feel like capital punishment is cruel and unusual. Yeah, I agree. But that's a whole different discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's something that Let's Talk About Gay Stuff can talk about. <laughs> if they have, I mean, if I don't have any choice and somebody has to die because uh-huh. everybody else in Texas wants them to die, uh-huh. I would think that lethal injection would, would be, be the, the easiest way. way. Yeah. Knock them out. Because uh, so uh, the way I understand lethal, lethal injection, there's three drugs that go into it. The, there's one that's like numbing. Uh, there's another one that's basically like knocking you out, and the third one kills you. Yeah. Am I right? Am I wrong? I don't know. I think that's right. I, I mean, it might be wrong. So essentially, you're dying without knowing you're dying. I you're mean, uh, you'll, you know you're dying, but yeah, you're going to sleep and then never waking up. Yeah. So that's why I understand lethal injection. So I feel like that's like the least cruel way to be put to death for your crimes. So, I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's it? Oh. Yeah. I mean, he's dead. There's nothing Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, so So it started out lighthearted. Yeah, that's okay. Now we're here. I mean, it's better than strapping 28 or more people to a torture board and doing whatever you want to to them. In some ways, I think that he, I don't know, that he's even more psychotic than that. Yeah. Because he killed his own child. Yeah. That you and he was planning on killing years. both of his children you were gonna kill and both three other kids. other children. Just because you're in money trouble. Yeah, exactly. Financial issues. File for bankruptcy, yeah. girl. Yeah. Find other ways. Fucking figure it out. Like, life happens, happens to everyone. I don't everyone. know what the hell you did, but... To get $100,000 in debt. You probably shit. shouldn't kill your kids. No, yeah. I mean, I've got $20,000 of student loan debt, and I'm like... How do you get... <laughs> I'm imagining me trying to get half a million dollars worth of yeah. debt, and... What am no I going to buy a boat? Yeah, a, more than a house, more more than three houses. I don't know. Yeah. So no idea. This podcast is almost two hours long. Woo! We're at a minute or an hour and fifty-two. Wow, we talked a lot. So uh, we hope you guys enjoyed part two <laughs> of this episode. Of this of our now part podcast. one and part two podcast because uh, we paused like right in the middle, didn't we? Yeah. And then I come back right on singing. I started. Yeah, and then you said Neil's haircut deal. Which is what the gayest start. thing I've ever heard. What a way to start. So, um, I guess we should talk about our favorite sponsor, Economy Works. Uh-huh. Tell us about it. So, Economy Works is a platform that allows uh, fi- freelance talent uh, professionals to hook up with companies on a project basis so Mm, get it uh if you are somebody who is out of the workforce maybe you're retired maybe you uh had a kid and you're ready to jump back in but you don't want to get your whole body wet you just want to dip your little toes in um hit up economyworks.com we can find something for you and if you're a business that uh doesn't have time for your social media you don't have time to do your books uh, hit up Economy Works. We can find somebody to do that for you. Come in on your schedule. You don't have to hire them full time. Because um, when we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess we should shout out to our sister podcast. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. 
Has it been? Did we record before? No, we recorded after. After the game then, show. yeah, we yeah. we record on July fourth. So, I mean, if you want to hear some more spoops and you didn't hear that already, go listen to the quiz show episode edition. Mm-hmm. Quiz, quiz show, show quiz show edition episode, episode one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, featuring your yours truly and Me. some garbage queen. Oh. Uh, and then yes <laughs> either way it's still Chris okay it's not Barbara um, oh god Barbara, Barbara. I love Barbara <laughs> um, so you should also take, take a listen to their um, main podcast they talk about some very important things of uh, gay history and gay mm-hmm. culture that we don't know anything about because we're straight yeah because yeah we don't listen to, to gay stuff yeah it's yeah. weird um, um, but no it, like I feel like the, the quiz show I just keep talking about this we talked about last week too the quiz show edition was a lot of fun because it like not only gave us a chance to be a part of another podcast but also gave us a light to like talk about spoopy stuff and so like you get to hear a little bit more about spoopy history than we've really ever delved into even on episode one we didn't really like go too hard into like what's yeah our spoopy podcast 20 is, minutes so. talking about shirts yeah exactly you're welcome <laughs> So now people know where I'm from. Welcome to the Localities of Texas <laughs> podcast. Um, today we'll be discussing Beaumont. Um, so why don't you tell them where they can find us on uh, social media? So you can find us at www.rspoopypodcast.com. Also on Facebook at Podcast. Well, eventually. Uh, and then on Instagram at Podcast, And on Twitter, we can find them at... Our Spoopy. Yes, exactly. So we're going to go ahead and cut it off here um and we just wanted to remind you to get Get spoopy spoopy with with it. it and trust your gut and avoid children always